Hi guys, welcome back to the chat with Tanya. I'd officially, I had originally, not officially, I had originally done this episode with my friend. We were talking about you don't cast last last now everybody did your breakfast go to your breakfast but i realized in that episode we were not being true and authentic because even us we were going through some kind of breakfast in our relationship as we were recording that episode and i was essentially going through some form of breakfast in every relationship that I had in my life and there and well not every but like my friendships and I realized oh at the time I didn't feel like I had any friends so to be recording and talking about you know my best friend and talking about him when we were not exactly you know great anymore was not was us not being sincere so I decided to re-record the episode to be authentic about breakfast and relationships and making it back from breakfast because it's very possible to go through numerous breakfasts in one particular relationship and still make it back from those relationships so for context for those that are new to this pod hi my name is shalom tanya l this is the chat with Tanya. Tanya is what most people call it, but I like to pronounce it as Tanya L because it is the beloved of God. And this is a safe space where we talk about everything and anything, but we don't gossip here. We just learn. We love to encourage growth in all areas. And that's what this pod is about growing, learning, and healing. It's literally the healing podcast for me. That's what it is. It's the healing podcast because most of our conversations are centered around healing, growth, and bettering ourselves. And because I'm Christian and Jesus is the center of my life, everything here will lead back to Jesus because he's the center of my life. I don't understand people that say, leave Christianity aside. We used to do that. I used to do that. But I cannot leave Christianity aside because Christianity is my life. I love this song so much. It just ministers to my heart in this season right now. Anyway, so breakfast. Um, Let me take you down memory lane for a quick chat, a quick story on my breakfast journey. I've had my best friend Chinasa here and we've she's we've spoken about we've spoken a bit about our then tumultuous relationship and how we had many battles. And honestly I feel like in that relationship the enemy was very interested in breaking us. Yeah. So we had a lot of fights and honestly it really really tore us apart and um we were existing but we were not friends we had lives outside each other and there were just many things about each other that we did not know even after recording the podcast i think 
things got better then got worse and so in moving to Patakot for law school I was very much on my own wasn't really involving her in my life and got tired of even speaking to her in general and it was painful to go through that and to realize at the time I just felt like we would never be friends again but God being God did something only God can do that brought us together again and it was like bro <laughs> and then there was like a decision to never go back to the way things were I remember telling God I was like I'm tired I don't want to have to be friends again I am tired I just want my freedom I want peace and peace in my mind meant not being friends with her anymore and there are just some relationships you can't walk away from and I remember speaking to one of my mentors and she said to me what if God is using this relationship with Chinasa to teach you about marriage and I was like is this what it's going to feel like am I going to get to this point where I'm so tired of my husband that I don't want to be his wife anymore and I'm like divorce because as a lawyer you know our minds are quite different we can divorce it's not that difficult in fact I used to always say that as I'm getting married I would get one of my judge friends to sign a divorce papers I would already prepare them, get them prepared and everything, have my signature signed, have the judge's signature signed, and just, you know, just be waiting for the day my husband pisses me off. I'm like, hey, sign this paper, let's go away. I will not buy things, and everything we own will be in our separate name, so that we will not ever need to start going through the stress of separating our things, because our things are already separated. And I realized that is not a good mindset to have about marriage, especially as a Christian. And it stems from my toxic background and to- toxic upbringing and toxic things that I've seen and wounds and traumas. But I realized God was, oh God is working on my mind, recalibrating my mind, changing my horrid mindsets, realigning them to be the way his mind is, to think the way he thinks. And God believes in godly marriages. He said, I hate divorce. And if I'm to be like Christ, then I too should hate divorce. And presently, if I'm being honest, I don't hate divorce because I'm like some situations. You got to get out of there. I'm sorry. I ain't going to do this with you. Okay, but if I really trust God and I trust that his thoughts for me are of good and not of evil, then it doesn't matter if I've seen 300 bad marriages and only one good marriage. I trust God enough to know that my own marriage will be good and not bad like the others that I've seen (sighs) it's easier said than done and I literally just shed some tears some minutes ago because it's actually very it's some things you go through in life it's some things you experience it's some things that happen to you that it literally takes God to bring you out of those mindsets and that pain so I was like, oh gosh, I'm tired. So I've always, you know, set my life in such a way that I'm prepared for a heartbreak, prepared for disappointment, prepared for wounds. So I said I'll share a story about my heartbreak. So I've had friends and I'm a self-giving person. So if you're friends with me, I give myself in every way that I can give i give 
emotionally, physically, financially, any way, I just give. I like to be there and be there fully, or so I thought. And I realized I'm not fully there because there's always like a boundary that I place where once you piss me off, once you stress me, the first thing I'm going to be like is, um, okay, so I'm done with this. Uh, you can go your way. I go my way. I don't have to deal with this. I don't have to tolerate this from you. I don't have to accept this from you. I don't have to take this from you. And so a lot of my friends, like, we're friends and we have issues. The first thing I'm already saying is, you know what? Like, you go your way. I go my way. And that's something that used to occur in my relationship with Chinasa. And it also used to occur... In like my other friendships as well a lot of them you know ended because it's like yeah go your way I go my way deep things happened right deep deep things occurred right but because of like my experience I'm just like I cannot deal with this again in my life no no, no bye 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 and so it's like the realization that though you're self-giving to truly give oneself means to stay there no matter the consequences jesus stays with us despite us messing up numerous times go read hosea see his story with his wife it's just like a depiction of our relationship with god he stays with us no matter what so why do you why are you quick to leave and i realized that's one flaw of mine that destroys my relationships with people and so with chinasa from day one the first time i had an issue with her i held it in my heart for a year plus and then the day i finally you know expressed it it's like okay well i'm leaving and that had been it ever since then and i think that was the genesis of a lot of other things that happened and so when my mentor said to me that maybe God is using this relationship to teach you about marriage, it struck me deeply because I cannot enter marriage thinking, okay, well, you've pissed me off, so I'm done. Goodbye. And honestly, presently, that's the mindset that I have. You pissed me off. Bye. And um, I had a fight with someone recently and the person is like, you can't keep getting ready to leave every time it gets hard every time you're tired you're done you're done you're gone every single time by relationships that work relationships in order for a relationship to work you have to be willing to put in the work and the first thing is deciding that you're not going to go deciding that you're not going to take the selfish decision to leave when it gets hard but deciding that no matter what happens you're going to thug it out you're going to work hard and you're going to try and make it work (sighs) that is not very easy to do (laughs) for a person like me that it's not easy at all especially when you've gone through some stuff you just want to protect yourself and you're like whoa i beg i cannot come and stress myself okay i've chopped enough breakfast i can't afford to chop more but i think the beauty one of the things that make life very beautiful is having the opportunity to love you will never know how beautiful love is if you don't go through some form of heartbreak actually You will never know how beautiful it is to be happy if you've not ever been sad. 
you'll never know how truly blessed the feeling of joy is if you've not ever been depressed or down so i i'm like okay maybe perhaps these heartbreaks are good things in the sense that they are making me to become better every heartbreak i should be able to sit down and analyze it and say okay what did i do wrong you know we tend to focus mainly on what the other person did wrong but what did i do wrong ashlam what has shalom done that is not right what has this person done that is not right and how can i shalom learn from this situation so that i do not be this present shalom again but be a better version of shalom right in christ and it's also like the balance to this is also knowing when to walk away because there are situations where you have to walk away there are situations where you have to leave so learning to leave and presently i'm in a fix where there's this person that i really like so much gosh i really like the person so much and for some reason i'm actually really willing to make it work especially since i know the person likes me as much and cares about me as much and wants to make it work as much but then it feels like the lord is saying no and that is one of the deepest breakfasts you ever chop <laughs> breakfast where it's out of your control out of the person's control because god is saying mba to the relationship and i think that's a test of your love for god it is not easy it is not easy i have cried i have shed tears I'm still shedding tears. I'm still like God, why? I'm still like I don't want to have to let this person go. I've let the person go, gone back to the person. Let the person go, gone back to the person. Let the person go, gone back to the person. Let the person go, gone back to the person. Now I'm just like, Lord, help me. I don't want to have to do this. This is so hard. Why is it that the, this one time where this one person where I truly truly want to stay despite all the messes that have occurred despite everything that has happened I want to stay I want to make it work you're saying no and then situations where I'm tired I'm bothered and I don't want to make it work you're like yes but then he says not my will but Jesus's will right and maybe this is God breaking my will so that he can control me because until god can control you until god can say go here and do this and do that he cannot really use you so I'm like as painful as it is as sad as it is <sighs> let you all be done so the moral of this episode is that or the moral of this story and this chat is that yes everyone would go through heartbreaks we will all chop breakfast one way or the other but i think what makes your breakfast story unique is how you turn it into a good thing in the sense that when you go through breakfast analyze the situation don't only look for it takes two to tango so don't only go there looking at what the person did to you 
try and understand how you contributed into the um, demise of the relationship and think of what you can do to be better even look at look at that person there's a there's a uh, relationship that i was in that i got out of and it was a reflection of my low self-esteem it was a reflection of my low self-esteem the person was not in terms of looking after themselves physically the person was horrible stinky smell it was just a reflection of my low self-esteem because i felt like no one would ever look my way. No one would ever love me. I settled for less. Settled for a very terrible place. Very terrible place. The person basically cheated on me. Went back to their ex-girlfriend. The ex-girlfriend rejected them. Then they came back to me. The person visited me. Had it smelled like he hadn't showered in days. He was constantly lying, manipulating. It was a lot, right? It was a lot. Emotionally manipulative. A lot it was a lot but it was a reflection of my low self-esteem so when I look back at that situation I'm like Shalom you deserve better do not ever feel so low in your life that you settle for such rubbish because you think no one would ever come your way it is better to be single it is better to be alone than to be in some certain situations and with some certain kinds of people and I realized also that even I myself was not good for the person. So when we separated, the person started to do better and I started to do better. So I realized the relationship was toxic for both of us. There's some relationships where you are not helping the person. Not because you have problems, but because there are some certain situations that people need to go through alone to become better. And there's some certain kinds of personalities that don't gel. There's some certain kinds of people that don't work. There's some certain kinds of people that are created for certain kinds of places. And it was another heartbreaking story, but it has made me as it. I learned to appreciate myself after that. I learned to love myself a lot after that. And I learned not to settle for less. But I also learned not to push people too hard. There's sometimes where people go through things. Instead of pushing them to, you know, because like, I'm like, no, you have to be better. You have to be better. Push, 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 push. Instead of doing that, there's sometimes where you have to take a break and do more love, show love, do more pray, but allow the person to go through that experience. So thank you for listening to my podcast. I pray that God helps every one of us going through some form of breakfast right now. I pray that God heals you, heals your heart and strengthens you. I pray that even in this season where it feels like you're alone and no one loves you, no one cares for you. I pray that you are reminded of Abba's love. Reminded that even if nowhere physically safe, no place physically safe. No place feels like home. You have a home in Abba. You have a friend in Abba. You have a love in Abba. I pray that you are reminded of his love. And I pray that he wraps his loving arms around you. And he breathes the life Zoe into you. God bless you. See you in my next episode. How beautiful it is to be loved by you